welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang Christmas Edition. Or just holidays in general, festivity edition, maybe. Holiday, yeah. How, you know, have you got this time off work? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. (laughs) And maybe you're getting through these days by listening to us. In which case, sorry. We're honoured. Yeah, we're honoured, but also, I feel bad. But, (laughs) yes, we are Culture Hang. We talk about culture and we hang out popular culture that is and today we're just getting christmasy festive and talking about festive things we are kind of yeah um i don't know if you've got any like pop culture moments from this week or if you just want to get into pop culture moment festive edition (laughs) well it's kind of festive okay because i think it's sometimes you encounter strangeness at christmas time um that's not necessarily festive it's just it happened uh trisha paytas got married yeah um, and i think we we couldn't not talk about we tr- had to talk about trisha paytas <sighs> trish. trish 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 and moses and moses um <laughs> moses had a blowout for the wedding his hair was straightened very much so silky smooth silky smooth weirdly smooth i thought trisha looked very nice yeah it's hard for a black wedding dress, isn't it? Yes, it was a choice. <laughs> they walked down the aisle to My Comical Romance, which another choice. Not the, for me, maybe. The funeral song, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably not for me. If they're happy, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm, I am surprised it went ahead. Yeah, I don't think any of us anticipated that it was going to occur. Um, the yeah. very fact that it did was um, interesting yeah. and the, the venue um oh, it looked so tacky it's a wee bit tacky wasn't it I, like i knew it was gonna be tacky but i thought it'd be like tacky in a sort of like tana mojo jake paul wedding way this wasn't this, this, was, this was like, was like 30 year old yeah she also sang the lizzie mcguire song i don't know why <laughs> they did a duet i was listening to it like hold on <laughs> it was an odd choice this? it was an odd choice it looked empty at points. Yeah. But um, it looked like it lasted forever as well. Like, he would disappear uh, at a certain point. I feel like Ethan and Hela didn't go. They didn't. Because it was Hela's birthday yeah. the next day. I feel like she probably did not even give them a thought. She was probably, no. Hela was probably just like, nah, can't be bothered with <laughs> these two anymore. I've moved yeah. on with my life. I'm pregnant. It's my birthday. I'm having fun. I don't yeah. need to think about these two. And I'm, as long as they're happy, fair enough. But I don't want to be associated with them. Yeah. And that's fair. Uh, it's just, I mean, how long do we think it's going to last? Well, we've been saying this since they got together. I know. And I'm surprised every time they don't break up. Maybe six months. It's either going to be pretty immediate. Like, mm. wouldn't surprise me if Trisha. I mean, she looks up to a lot of people like Britney Spears, who yeah. like famously have short marriages. So maybe she will do one of them, <laughs> or it will go on for longer than expected. Yeah, I think it's either going to be yeah, I think you're right, super yeah. short or way, way, way too long. And she will be pregnant or something like that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Okay. Um, my only small thing is Jesse Nelson. Yeah, what's been going on with Jessie Nelson? Jessie Nelson. Because I've been seeing people being annoyed at her again. She's just committing to the solo uh, career. Oh, okay. Um, so she <laughs> re- like performed at the Jingle Bell Ball, whatever it's called, 
Yeah, so Matt Hancock. Did you yeah. see, he didn't perform, but he turned he up. He turned up and apparently left during Jesse Nelson's <laughs> performance, which is maybe the most redeeming thing he's ever done. Uh, we won't redeem him for it. <laughs> no. uh, it's just... It wasn't great. It wasn't great. I think it's hard to... I think someone on TikTok phrased, like put it in a very good way, but essentially she has fumbled the bag so magnificently <laughs> that this solo career isn't working. Mm. And I semi-wish it would and we could move on and forget everything and she would just... But no, it's just continually worse. Was um, it was it like the performance? Was it was it the everything. Song? It was everything. Well, it's well. the same song, so it's she's only oh, on the one song. I don't down. know what else she did. I've seen people <laughs> asking the same question of like, what did she do? Because she has one song. Yeah. Uh, the song, the way she performed it, was kind of re- reminiscent of like past Little Mix performances as well, okay. which is weird. Weird, seen as you're like don't want to be associated <laughs> with bridges, them. Yeah. She was wearing like the glasses or like those fire glasses, you know? Oh, and, no. Yeah, I know. Um, so it just kind of wasn't the best outfit the choreography was weird it's just all a bit strange it was just a bit strange um i don't want to just pile on bullying so i'm gonna make it constructive and be like (laughs) i think she could have a career she's just going about it the wrong way (laughs) not this way yeah (laughs) like i don't know what she has to do Mm. But if you're going to distance yourself from Little Mix, it felt like a very Little Mix performance. Maybe it's like, go back to your bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, who knows? But like, this wasn't it. Mm, Constructively, it wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way. It was just weird. It was weird. It was odd. But it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> um, so festively, pop yes. culture wise, recently, feel like we've both been seeing the same thing mm-hmm. which is the chanel advent calendar yes and all the drama that <laughs> ensued around it this girl on tiktok bought a chanel advent calendar how much did she buy it for though hannah well i don't know what it is in dollars but apparently it's 610 pounds how much oh, is yeah, it in dollars like 825 dollars so i don't know why she did oh, it but like so much money her intention with the tiktoks i don't think was to be negative no it was a i think she was excited by this yeah like she or was looked, excited yeah and then she was showing everyone what each thing <laughs> was everyone else was like girly this is shit it's <laughs> very bad for the amount you paid uh was, like what are some of the things what what did she see what did she get um she received in her 825 dollar advent calendar a flip book of it was literally like black and white line drawing flip book um it was so bad like this kind of string bracelet that had like a wax seal of chanel on it um she received a magnet yeah some temporary tattoos an empty dust bag which is my favorite my favorite is the temporary tattoos because like what (laughs) but also the people who are buying chanel don't to me seem like the same audience for temporary tattoos like i feel like i would love some temporary tattoos but can i afford chanel no chanel is kind of known as like a classy brand yeah and you've given 
Like the so it looks really good because it's meant to be like a massive Chanel number no. five. On the bottle. outside, yeah, looks great. And I kind of when I first saw it, thought, are you getting loads of like little Chanel perfumes? Which would be worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, like uh, imagine if you got like at least five Chanel lipsticks. Yeah. Uh, or because I know that it did have some of the nail polishes in there, but I think they were like tiny, tiny travel size. If it had like a full, <laughs> like a couple of full blown lipsticks. I don't know, blush. I can't really put blusher in, but like a couple of yeah, cosmetics, you could. and then like teeny, like if one of the days was temporary tattoos, like I'd be okay with that. Yeah, because the rest of it is kind of worth it, and they were running yeah. out days. It was yeah, like it looked like the sort of stuff you get in like a Christmas cracker. Yeah, it was it rubbish. Did. Like, yeah, that's it was what they so were bad. for. They were like <laughs> tat that no one wants, yeah. but expensive tat that no one wants. I don't know who came up with this, and I think they would have gone away with it if it wasn't for TikTok. <laughs> Because who in the past would like really have shared this? They would have just been like, oh, because people who buy Chanel, they're just minding their own business, I feel. They're also probably not buying Chanel advent calendars. It's so weird because I have seen a rise in advent calendars by every brand because yeah. I know there's a Jo Malone one as well, which apparently is actually good value for money because it's I can low. Imagine, yeah. yeah, it's like they've actually done what you would think in that it's loads of fragrances. Mm-hmm. So you're actually getting value for money, but. 610 pounds or 800 and whatever dollars for stuff that looks cheap it's so terrible and <laughs> we've got to go back to the og we do so well well then there, there was a little bit more drama with was it there? because so she she's called elise Harmon. she yes. was like this is really bad and then there's in her follow-up video she's like chanel blocked me because of this and then chanel had to come back and say we didn't, we didn't block her. We don't actually use this account. It's just kind of there. Um, and also, we appreciate feedback from all kinds of people. Um, and you can actually see every single item in the advent calendar on their website yeah. when you buy the advent calendar. So it's kind of like, I get maybe it was like an impulse buy, but also that's an expensive, expensive impulse buy. Like you, I, ha- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I because I did look on their website to see it, and I wonder if maybe when you're looking at it, like the nail polishes, you maybe thought would be full. Size no, but you can like see that. the sticker pack. Yeah, you can see <laughs> but I, yeah, I wonder if it's a thing like if she thought there was going to be full size other things, like if she maybe. thought there was going to be a full size Chanel number no. five. Full well, size. there were perfumes, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, like, I wonder if she samples. thought if they were going to be full size, yeah. then a couple of things like the little temporary tattoos yeah. would like be fine. Well, so did it start from day five? I don't understand what they were doing with the numbers because the numbers are all over the place. I know, like we can only fit a certain amount in it. <laughs> Some of it have to go. It's so rubbish. It's rubbish. Uh, I don't like it at all. And like every brand's done it. Yeah, they know that it's like an expensive cash grab at this time of year. I don't actually know if there's any good ones. So if you've had a I good one, I know there is. Like Body Shop does one, and I think it's like, not like fifty quid. Though, yeah, and, it's, and I it's think it's actual reasonable. Yeah, because yeah. they do quite a few good deals around Christmas where you, you do get good value for mm-hmm. money, whether it is or not. Who knows? But it yeah, does seem debatable. better value if you use those <laughs> products. Like yes. if you know, like, and I think it's kind of a good gift if you know someone who loves Body Shop. Why yeah. not buy them that? It's a nice thing. It's yeah. like a bit gimmicky, but it's fun. Yeah. And at least with that one, you know you're not going to get some temporary tattoos. Like the smallest <laughs> thing you probably get in that one is like a lip balm, <laughs> yeah. which Chanel could have done. So Anything easily. better than temporary tattoos and a, a money clip? <laughs> it's like not what they're known for. Even if it had been like a Chanel badge or something, like a little yes. brooch, something like that. Could, they can make those cheaply. Like yep. a, a like scrunchie. A hair clip. Hair clip. 
a t- like a better bracelet than what they did. Like they yeah. can make all of these things pretty cheaply. I'm not saying they should, but like, like they a can. pair of studs or something. Yeah. Like we know it's so easy to do socks. Like just socks get a pair of plain like socks the, with the monogram on. Like or like the pattern. Yeah, like yeah. it's so well, you easy. Go, well, you, clearly, you need us on your marketing. <laughs> I feel team. like everyone does. Like, marketing <laughs> teams are shit. Um, but yeah, reminiscent of Zoella's original £50 calendar, which back in the day we all thought was so extortionate as well. I know, and then you hear the prices of I know, because that one, like I'm, I was comparing what was included in the £50 advent calendar, mm. and I remember thinking, like, again, it was kind of stuff you'd get in uh, Christmas crackers, yeah. but like a little bit more like fancy, but mm-hmm. fancy Christmas crackers, you can yeah, get all yeah. sorts of stuff in now. But like we all thought that was crazy that someone would ever spend fifty pounds on that on like an advent calendar. And to be honest, that advent calendar, what like it was only fifty pound for a very short period of time. It went down to twenty five pound very fast, and we thought that was extortionate. And now, people are going out and spending eight hundred dollars on an advent calendar. Like, oh, who cares? Like, it's let's more do than it. Rent. It's more than rent. Exactly. People are doing that normally. So honestly, Bonkers. is it time that we give Zoella an apology for the fifty pound advent calendar gate? I don't think it's she deserves well, no, an I apology. Don't. I don't think she deserves an apology, but I do think she was the blueprint. She was. She was the first controversy. Because exactly. who thought that an advent calendar could be the downfall? Well, it clearly isn't her downfall because she's very successful still. But I think it was probably in that time where people were starting to think, or like lose faith in Zoella maybe? Yeah. I mean, she... She had also had a very young audience, and that's that was what people had issue with. I well, mean, it's the fact that they would be like going to their parents because they wouldn't see the yeah. issue with them. Be like, "Mom, I want this," and their mum's then panicking, like, "I can't afford fifty before quid. Christmas." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's the thing I don't get about these expensive advent calendars. Like they make sense as a Christmas gift, but the whole point is that you have them before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't get it unless you know no. someone who has a birthday before Christmas. They're pretty useless. Also, or you're rich. Well, yeah, you just need a gimmick, don't you? Yeah. But also, you're not buying a. Or if you're an adult and you're buying the Zoella thingy, you'd There's be like so a disappointed. Little notepad in there and stuff like that. Honestly, Bag I think confetti. I think it's just capitalism gone mad. Because yeah. Go back to just having a chocolate. Like everyone's happy with a chocolate advent. Yeah, calendar. like just have a chocolate in the morning. That's fine. <laughs> it makes your day so much better than opening something you've spent over $800 on and it's not even good you're always going to be happy with opening a chocolate like (laughs) just always and you can buy some fancy chocolate ones now exactly I think we've gone like if you want to buy some of these mini things just wait till Christmas and ask someone to get you like a little couple of different products from somewhere and people especially if it's like perfume or something expensive they do like mini ones like you can get like like, especially you know like at airports they sell all sorts of stuff like that Amazon's probably got them so I just think I don't like it as a like as a thing. I don't like it as an invention that we've gone into. <laughs> yeah. Like I just think, why? <laughs> why yeah. is it a thing? Why yeah. is that a thing now? It's I don't so know. weird. And it, I keep it does seeing feel them. It feels very unnecessary. Like I just think, why do you need something like that every day? Also, I don't understand with the Zoella one. We thought it was weird at the time that she did twelve days. So if there's, I I would think if yeah. there's less days, then the things are more expensive. Yeah, but they're not. But they weren't. They were cookie cutters. She did like more she than could one. Have so easily made it twenty four days and put in like just chocolates on the day yeah, she'd not yeah, yeah. put like fancy things in. Yeah, just a little like a little bag of like Haribos. You know, like it would cost you about five pence to throw 
throw a bag of Harry bows in. Like a little miniature bag. And she couldn't think of that. It's stupid. It was a Lindor chocolate. Anything. Anything would be better than twelve days of rubbish. (laughs) But like it just keeps continuing. You will allow this to thrive. (laughs) I blame Zoella. She did open the door for the capitalism. Yeah, the worst things. Yeah, she's to blame. She's to blame. She's <laughs> one day I genuinely believe on this podcast we should go over Zoella's book where she mm-hmm. wrote about how to like be a good hostess or whatever and the oh, yes. advice is so stupid. It's like make sure you have some chargers plugged in so people can charge their phones. <laughs> No joke, that's Zoella's advice. So Well, there you go. That's coming to you in the new year. Yeah, definitely. but for now, that's all the Zoella talk you get. And that's not even our main topic of today. No, it's not. Advent calendars are not our main focus. <laughs> that would be a very short podcast. Today we're talking about... Well, what are we talking about, Holly? We're talking about um, <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens' corner of the Christmas film yep. on Netflix. Um, which is not... what If you told me what <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens would do in the latter not latter years of her life yeah. but after Disney she's Channel. dying soon <laughs> she's an old woman yeah now. she's she's dead to me she's dead um i would not have said she would be doing not one not two not three but four netflix christmas films. and she'll definitely do more as well it's like four in the past two years yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> it's very girl boss like i i admire her for it for just getting that money but do you think, I'm wondering in the timeline of um, the terrible world we live in at the moment, mm-hmm. do you think the deals were made before or after um, people are going to die? Uh, I reckon most of them are made before that. So <laughs> we're referencing when Vanessa Hudgens got so upset that Coachella was cancelled because yeah. of the pandemic. And she was like, people are going to die anyway. <laughs> so why not? Just let's have Coachella. So I can dress up uh, and culturally appropriate some more. Because that was, to be honest, I like that's that. the most attention she was getting. Yeah, In her yeah, career, yeah. she was a Coachella girl. You know, mm-hmm. everyone followed her fashion at Coachella. And that was kind of all she did. Like, and she, she was dating of, that guy for a while. Yeah, and he also turned up at Coachella too. He was there. I mean, it's her favorite thing of the year, isn't it? Yeah. So, so like, why wouldn't he be there? She had... That was her time. That yeah. was her time. I think people liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then other than... So I think she probably started doing these films. Because I think maybe the first one was like, what, 2018? Pre-pandemic. And then this happened. But I don't think Netflix saw that as a bad thing. <laughs> and I think they probably were like, let's do some more films with you. Because Netflix, again, has the same... Like I feel like the male equivalent of Vanessa Hudgens to Netflix is Noah Centineo. Oh my god, yes. Because he like does all the... I mean, he's kind of stopped now. Um, he's but been released. <laughs> he hasn't done much in a bit. <laughs> but he does, He used to do like every film on Netflix. Yeah, no, he was there. It. Um, he was always there. And I, I just feel like he did... Like he had bad bits to his career. Mm. And Netflix was still like... Just keep just, another I'm, film for Noah. I just remember the bad bit of yeah. Centineo's career, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, they kept being like, yeah, Noah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, people, I mean, some people absolutely love him. A lot of people <laughs> thought he was really cringy. And that's not, an, like, I'm not saying his career should have ended because of that. Not at all. But I just think, I don't think Netflix really cares. Yeah. Unless you've that's... done something terrible, terrible. Like Kevin Spacey. That's yeah. when they get rid of you. But, like, 
other than that they're gonna let anyone be in a film they didn't really care maybe the cringy the better I maybe also, that's like yes. a secret source thing and to be honest the vanessa hudgens like people are gonna die anyway was cringy it was cringe it was very funny i could just hear her saying it in my head if you haven't heard it go and listen, go to, and it, listen to it it's <laughs> so funny it, it's, it's her facial expressions i don't know why she sounds like that when she does that but she continues to be in more films on netflix other than the christmas ones like she's just been in tick tick boom which was like a big film on netflix and has like awards for it like it's getting what? awards it's being so, awarded yeah because it's like a it's like quite a well-renowned film she's in it wow yeah she's just there so she clearly is still getting rolled and that would have started filming last year so So the whole thing had already happened yeah wow so i think netflix care anyway the first film she does the princess switch yes i feel like should we just focus on the prince the first the three princess switch films and then the the miscellaneous film that she does (laughs) for some reason because they just we couldn't get enough of her so Bad Christmas trilogies on Netflix. Princess Switch was not the first one. No. I feel like they had just had the attention with... A Christmas Prince. That's it. People loved that film. I mean, they loved to hate it, but they loved it. And there were three of them. And they were never good. (laughs) (laughs) But we watched it. Because there's always... And obviously there's a trope. Yeah. We know. Hallmark do the same Mm -hmm. thing. Netflix have chosen... They're all in the same universe. They're all in these group of made-up european monarchistic tiny little countries that don't exist yes but here's the thing here was an odd choice for me so i am going to briefly mention the night before christmas which is the other film she did yeah so from what it seems the princess switch doesn't happen in the same universe as a christmas prince because in i think it's the princess switch to promote netflix's films they put netflix on and watch the Christmas Prince. They do. In the Princess Switch, which is very weird. But in the night before Christmas, there is a bit where they're putting the tree up. Yeah. And the sister is like, oh, she brings out this acorn, which is a big part of the of a Christmas Prince. It's like his okay. thing. I don't know. His like... Symbol? I don't know. There's like a note inside an acorn. It's like, that's a big thing at the end of the film. Anyway, <laughs> she pulls out this acorn and she's like... My parents got this when they went to Aldovia, which is the place that yeah. the, the whatever the film is, there's too many films with Christmas Prince, Prince, Christmas Prince, whatever. Yeah. So the night before Christmas was chosen to be in the same universe as a Christmas Prince, but the Princess Switch, which revolves around royalty, is not in the same universe. You're saying that, but it is because they turn oh. up with their baby in the second one. Yeah, but what the hell? Because they watch the film of them. And the, what? So is the film meant to be a documentary? Like, what the hell? It makes no sense from Netflix. But it's weird because they do it in The Princess Switch. This was so weird from Netflix. In The Princess Switch and The Night Before Christmas, they both have scenes where they're watching Netflix in them. And like I say, The Princess Switch, they're watching A Christmas Prince. And in The Night Before Christmas, they're watching that weird film that we've also seen about the girl from the woman from Sex in the City who goes to like work with elephants. Oh. And Rob Lowe's. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte goes Rob and Lowe. it's such a bad film. Like it's really not good. Yeah, They're watching something. that in it. That's weird. I know. It's like that was the film they really tried to remote. Has anyone seen that film? Please let us know. We've watched it, but it was bad. See, I could not tell you what happened in it. 
she goes to work with elephants and she's getting a divorce. Africa. Yeah, essentially. She's getting divorced, <laughs> then she gets with Rob Lowe. And that's about it. It's like that's the end. <laughs> middle-aged romance. Wow. <laughs> so the princess switch. Back to our original topic. Yeah, sorry. Already derailed. It's essentially the princess and the pauper. I'm just like you. Meets Bake Off. Just like me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my exact point. How are you going to do essentially a remake of The Princess and the Pauper when Barbie's Princess and the Pauper exists? No one should have ever done any more no, Princess and the Pauper remakes yeah. after Barbie's Princess and the Pauper. Let's well, not even reference that. it. Like, it was like they, It was like they came up with it. Yeah. That it was such a good idea for them to do because, mm. like, no one has had this idea ever before. And it just really annoyed me because it was like, I already the circumstances you're flying from america for a baking competition yeah what do you win don't win anything Uh, nothing you win nothing you you're just there this country really likes christmas for some reason no one questions so this is a thing i wasn't sure if the country actually likes christmas that much because there's the christmas market at the beginning sort of thing yeah which is made to look like generic Europe. So Europe yeah, yeah, yeah. do do a lot of big Christmas markets. That's not that unusual. Yeah. But Vanessa at one point is like, oh, this is so, like, you do so much for Christmas. And the guy, this guy is like, it's because of the royal wedding. So do they not usually do that much? And they're just doing it because there's a royal <laughs> wedding? That's what confused me. And also, do you know what was also weird about this plot? That magic is a part of the first film, but never brought up again. <laughs> Because there's this man the who just, man. like, appears everywhere and seems to, like... Drive the plot. Yeah. So, like, if there's any Is issue... Is Santa? I have no idea. Why didn't they make He's him, like, never Santa? in any of the other films. So, he, he seems... Though. Is he? Yeah. He drives the cab in the... the no, second one. That he's... Um, right. Here we go. We're getting into the niche okay. bit now. You know when the blonde Vanessa Hudgens, blonde Fiona, Vanessa, yes, Fiona, Fiona, when she's gone rogue and it's like to Kevin, Kevin, the hot one. Oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin. He, she's like, well, you need to leave because I don't care about you anymore because she's causing havoc yeah. in everybody's lives, and he's trying to get back together with oh, Margaret. Yes, he gets into a cab, and they spend a really long time at this man's face, and I was like, why are they focusing on him? Because I watched that one first. And yeah, were like I was like, oh, he's the mysterious man that just appears everywhere in the first yeah. one and then i think he gets a little bit part in the third one as well but i couldn't tell oh, you why because okay. i think right. i just let that wash over me at that i point. didn't see him in the third one but he probably was he probably there. is there he's probably there but probably it seemed like weird world. that like you didn't magic didn't need to be a part of it like it didn't need no. to be facilitated by i'm just gonna call him santa because he <laughs> probably not he? but like who is he <laughs> um he's either santa or he's god um <laughs> it didn't need to be a part because like the plot they they explained the plot well enough. They essentially were like, these two girls are distantly related, kind of, through a cousin. Yeah. And they they so they look the same by chance. And then they've just happened upon each other. There didn't need to be magic involved in that. No. It it made sense. Like I wasn't really I mean it's ridiculous, but I wasn't like, hmm, this needs more of an explanation. It, they'd explained it. Yeah. So why was magic a part of it? Because they were running out. They were just throwing yeah, just shit like, at the wall and hoped it stuck. just feel like they could have got rid of him. I he think he so didn't need to be there. unnecessary in it all. Um, Can we talk about the prince? He is a prince, isn't he? The, he is a prince. He, Yes, he's a prince. He's like first in line to the throne. And um, 
he is the blandest man <laughs> to ever like I love him I think he's great but he is so bland he's so boring there that's is the way nothing. I describe it he doesn't have a personality no uh, there's, there's not, nothing behind not his one eyes. thing I could tell you about this man <laughs> not one thing he loves Vanessa Hudgens that's it that's it but Beyond only when she's American Vanessa Hudgens felt nothing for Margaret this is what I don't understand because we all know it's Vanessa Hudgens playing the same character. Yeah. It's just giving it a weird which becomes voice. throughout each film becomes more and more funny to me yes. when it's like <laughs> three of them and it's like this is so weird. Like it's, <laughs> it, I just feel like it's weird that she's playing all the characters. It is weird, but also like why was like you said why wasn't he attracted to the one before? Like, why did he not have, like, a little inkling? Why was he suddenly like, oh, well, It's wow. the same with Kevin. Kevin is yeah. besties with Stacy, which is the American Vanessa. Um, but feels nothing for her. And, like, his yeah. daughter, like, keeps being like, oh, you and Stacy should get together. And he's like, no, I don't have any attraction to this woman. Disgusting, like, <laughs> ugly woman. Um, and then, like, Margaret comes in, um, comes into his life. And doesn't really do... I mean, all she does differently from Stacy is she doesn't really like rules, so she, like, throws the rule book out the window. But she's also, like, pretending to be Stacy yeah. when they're introduced, so that's weird. I know. That you're suddenly like, oh, wow, you've had a personality change, now I'm attracted. That doesn't, that's not it, how it It works. didn't really make sense. So it led me to believe that Kevin, I actually believe, did have feelings for Stacy. Yes. I feel like... Even if that wasn't the intention of the film, I choose to believe that Kevin <laughs> had to have some feelings for Stacy. Yes. And it was just the fact that Stacy felt nothing for him that led him to be like, nah, I don't like her. And then as soon as Margaret comes in and is like, ooh, really attractive, because Margaret actually has taste, <laughs> it was at that point that he could finally admit his feelings. Yeah, because she looks exactly... Yeah. How, how convenient. The person that doesn't like you back yep. has, suddenly has a doppelganger that's really into you. Like, I feel like it's some sort of weird fantasy thing. It's weird. Thing. Margaret and Kevin are the superior couple. Yes, absolutely. Even though I hate Margaret, I love Kevin. Yeah, Margaret's the worst. But Kev- Kevin, throughout the three films, gets increasingly attractive each time. Somehow. Uh, like, like, it was oh like every God. film, it was really Kevin that kept me involved. Yes. Um, <laughs> sh- I'm just trying to I, I think... Oh, yeah. Edward has no personality. But him know not knowing... <laughs> Edward. <laughs> the only thing that I enjoyed about Edward was the fact... Well, I don't hate him, but I did like when he didn't know what Twister was. And he was like, <laughs> oh, Twister. <laughs> that was the best bit that Edward ever did. I feel like he was aiming for um, a no-brain Hugh Grant. Yes. But there was nothing, nothing behind that man's eyes. That's my no. only thing. He wasn't given a personality. I also feel like that's fine. in the Switch, the princess Switch, if you will... <laughs> Stacy gets a much worse deal. Yeah. Because Margaret just gets to go chill with Kevin and have fun, and it doesn't matter if Kevin finds out she's Margaret. (laughs) But Stacy, like, can't reveal anything to anyone (laughs) and is put into deep emotional turmoil over it. And there's too much at stake. Like, she was literally there to try and win a baking competition. And now she's like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pretend to be this really high profile person with no training. Yeah. With no warning. And it feels out of character for Stacey, who, like, up until the point of the switch, is presented to us as, like, a control freak. Yeah. That's her whole character. <laughs> and then is told to switch with a princess, like, switch places with a princess, and is given, like, an hour of training for it. <laughs> There's no way this control freak is genuinely going to be like, yep, 
Yeah. She also has been shown to be a control freak over this baking competition. Yeah. She wants to be there all the time preparing, but she gives that all up because Margaret's like, please oh, help me, darling. Help me. Um, and so maybe Stacy is in love with Margaret. Ooh, ooh. I know. That's like a, a it's, kind it's of a, a weird thing. Yeah. Like, you're in I love with yourself. like fan fiction for it, though. So Some gross. creep is obsessed with the idea of Vanessa Hudgens being Shagging with Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. Yeah. With also other Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, what was your favourite bit of the princess switch? That's so difficult. No. Was it Vanessa Hudgens wearing her Chicago hat all the time just so you knew <laughs> she was from Chicago? <laughs> because, and I suddenly thought about that and I was like, is it so weird because... I can't think, like, I just don't think it's that normal if I was always wearing a hat of where I'm from. <laughs> it's just not something that really happens. <laughs> I just wouldn't do that. And then I suddenly thought, it's weird that she's just Chicago. That's she where is. I'm from. My favourite, th- maybe my favourite thing about that, which is, is uh, doesn't make sense in, unless you know the context yeah. of the other films, is that they um, they change the actor of the child. <sighs> <laughs> for, um, to a girl who's lighter skinned yeah I found that like that was the that was not good mm, not a good initiative not good Netflix yeah. especially in a very white 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 film in yeah, every inch of it except for one of the main love interests being Heaven. a black man but uh, you know it didn't make sense I don't know why they did that I too noticed that and thought mm. I mean poor poor original Olivia I wonder I know. why she didn't what fit the bill for her? the next film I didn't like that at all no um, I don't really remember much else to tell you. I do think maybe context for this point in time is that you should know. I watched all of these films at 1.5 speed. Um, <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just needed to get through it. So we'll see. Like, I don't know if I was, I don't know how, I, like, I feel like it was better sped up because yeah. somehow it made Margaret's accent better. <laughs> she's talking so slowly because she can't really do an English accent. She's talking so slowly to do it. And then suddenly sped up. It was like, okay. This she's, is a normal conversation. It's kind of normal instead of talking so slowly. But the English accent is atrocious. But I don't hate it. Like, it's not it's the worst funny. one I've heard. Yeah, but I almost feel like it accepts that it's not good. Like, you can't yeah. go into this film and expect the best. It's not like <laughs> I'm going into it knowing I'm watching a film of Vanessa Hutchins playing two characters. Yeah. I'm not expecting, like, the best English accent ever. Mm. And honestly, I'd be disappointed if it was good. Yeah. I want it to be rubbish. That's what I want out of these films. <laughs> I'm not looking for good. Do you have anything else to say on The Princess Switch? No, I think the first one... It's well, actually... It's up there with the. I'm least interested in the first one and the second one. Do you know? I think they're so heavy yeah. in Margaret and Stacy, and I just, I just was so interested by them. They're so boring. What I want to say at this point is, as a trilogy, this film, this trilogy, yeah, the um, Christmas Prince trilogy, mm-hmm. and the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy have the same trajectory. And that, stay with me. The first two films <laughs> are romances. Yes. The last film becomes a crime drama, and it happens in all of those three films. And in both the um, Princess Switch and the Christmas Prince, a previous villain is redeemed and becomes like the hero of the film. It happens with that man in A Christmas Prince. Can't remember him, but he's like a cousin of the prince, and he tries to take the throne maybe in the first film. In the last film, he's redeemed and saves the day. And the same thing, spoiler alert, happens with Fiona 
who we'll get onto when we're talking about The Princess Switched, Switched Again, which is the second film. <laughs> yes, this is the introduction of um, Fiona. Um, the, for so much of it was filler. Like, so much of this film had such low stakes. I mean, most of it is that Margaret and Kevin are trying to get back together. And the only reason they broke up is never explained. They didn't talk to each other because Kevin was going to ask her to marry him. And then she was like, oh, I was going to tell you I loved you. Why did we break up in the... F-? I was like, this is not a resolution. There's a reason that you two have chosen. That you- like, apparently I mean, Kevin I'm- didn't even care that she was doing a royally duty stuff. Realistically, Margaret and Kevin cannot work as a couple. No. Like, there's just no way it can work. No. I'm glad it did, just purely because I love Kevin. <laughs> but there's no way it can work, because in this film, Margaret is going to be crowned queen. I don't really remember. Someone's died, and then someone else abdicated, and they were like, Margaret, you're the best <laughs> you're person up. for the job. <laughs> because this is happening, everyone goes to visit her. Whatever, what first Vanessa, what's she called again? Stacy. Stacy goes to Kevin and is like, you must come to Margaret's coronation in hopes of getting them back together. This, like you say, this switch is so low stakes because yeah. essentially they switch because so that Margaret and Kevin can spend time together. Yeah. That's it. And then also the only thing that's like giving this plot drama is the introduction of Fiona, who, and I, I'll say this and not explain it, gives me Rita Ora vibes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why, but she really does. Yep. It's the hair. It's the, it's the accent, hair. It, it's yeah. the dressing. It's the weirdness. Um, trying too hard trying too hard it's definitely that Um, I'm glad that you got that vibe (laughs) Fiona is like the rogue cousin Mm -hmm. she steals no but here's the thing in this film she's purely presented as someone who like she's a bit like she'll kind of like a gold digger vibe you know she's not presented as like a thief which I want you to remember that for when we get into the third film. Um, she's just like, okay, I need some money. I'm going to pretend to be Margaret now. And this is where things get interesting because, well, do they? Stacy at this point is pretending to be Margaret and Fiona needs to get rid of Margaret so they kidnap Margaret, but it's actually Stacy. Yes. And it gets quite dark because really dark. the kidnapping is dark. Yes. And it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Again, low stakes though. Like why? I don't understand why this was the only way they could shoehorn it so that Fiona would be pretending to be one of them. Like there must have been something else that you could have done. So that she she turns up as Margaret to replace it. She's doing the accent. It's all fine. The real Margaret comes in and is like, oh, Stacey, thank you so much. Had a great time. Like you can stop now. Yeah. She's there like, but I am the real Mark. Like, she gaslights they, like, her. They find it. Like, everything gets figured out so fast. Yeah. And I thought it was going to go on for a while. But, but everyone fi- Yeah, everyone figures it out <laughs> so fast. And they're like, oh, well, okay, this is clearly what's happened. <laughs> so everything is just discovered, like, immediately. Yes. And then they go to save Stacy, who... It- Again, it's like... It's dark, and then at one point when she's running away from the Goonie guy, yeah. who, again, all the baddies have British accents, yeah. and of course they do. And also, getting all the, like, um, hierarchy, monarchy names wrong. Like, they call yeah. it your highest or something stupid. 
But that doesn't make sense because if you're going to make them British, we have a monarchy. Like nobody really is confused about that by no. in the UK. Anyway, that was just a very small point that just really annoyed me when they kept making them so stupid. But she has time when she's running away from this man to put on a pair of wellies. It's so stupid. To make it like not too dark. Like I was like, why, why like, are we focusing on it's her so putting weird wellies on? Yeah, exactly. Because everyone's thought is surely, why is she putting wellies on? <laughs> she needs to run. It was so stupid. Yeah. I don't know why they put that in. Because like, it didn't make it less dark. It just made her seem like an idiot. They're all idiots. I think that's like, you really see how stupid all these people are. That They shouldn't Except be running Kevin. countries. Kevin's not stupid. But they're fucking, what's the prince's guy? What's his name? Edward. Edward. Let a child talk him out of seeing his wife because she had a headache. He let a child distract him and then was just like, oh, okay, that's fine then. Who do do it? Like, are you joking? Edward Dummy. is a bland himbo. <laughs> Not even that attractive as a himbo. Just a bland himbo. Just a bland man. I don't dislike him, but Edward is just, he's just such an odd character. He seems also way older than all of them as well. Which... Yeah, it seems like. Is a choice. No one would have anything in common with Edward. No, because he's like sheltered and weird and a bit precocious. And this, ugh. this film is definitely the worst one. Yeah, it was, like I it don't was have so much boring. to say on it. It's just that. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, oh yeah, why they made it like the Frozen? Did you not? Were you not watching it thinking, oh my god, it's like Hans from Frozen with Antonio? Is it? Oh yeah. Where he's like, yeah. oh, we could be together, and then turns around and like sells sh- her out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think I skipped a lot of his bit. I was just like, <laughs> no, this is boring. Like, it just didn't make. I feel like they should have just. They should have put more effort into Fiona. Yeah. Because Fiona did bring a bit of fun to the plot. If you can, yeah, but yeah, in comparison. In comparison to the other two girls, yeah. Fiona was kind of like driving the drama. Mm. He didn't need to be added. They could have just put more effort into Fiona being like, um, like really mischievous, because yeah. then at the end she's like, like arrested, <laughs> or she gets sent to like a nunnery or something yeah, like that. She's arrested, but then they still let her back in at the coronation. Yeah, it's weird. Didn't she's like there. That. She looks like genuinely happy. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I mean. She gets her redemption in the third one. Oh my god, the third one. Okay, so because I did try and watch them back to back, I think. I was shocked when this third one came on because I was like, oh my God, it's like they've rewritten the plot. There's characters, an interjection of character. I'm so happy I don't have to watch these two bland couples mm. having to find new things to talk about in this thing. This like- is what I'm saying. Is that, like Fiona in the second film is just portrayed as like, she it's kind of the nuisance of the family. Like yeah. She is trying to get money from all of them. Yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. kind of a bit annoying. In this one, she's portrayed as having like some full-on cat burglar skills, like she and can... mummy issues. Yeah, that that becomes relevant. But she's like <laughs> shown as a full like like she's got spy abilities. Yeah. She can like jump in between lasers and stuff like that. She's doing backflips. She suddenly <laughs> is like a really advanced like thief <laughs> that has never was never really brought up in the second film, but now she's like. Because they like pickpocketed people at the th- other thing, but that, yeah, but wasn't that was really like small. Her. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. her, and also not the same as like <laughs> this one portrays her as like yeah, she's a full on yeah cat burglar. Like she yeah. has done this in the she would have to because there are several scenes 
of her jumping in between like the lasers. They spend so long on that. Oh my god! If you want, like it's just to show off her friggin' of yoga skills or something. I, I swear, it's not her. She is being thrown <laughs> in the air. There is no way that Miss Vanessa Hudgens has done that any ability. of these stunts. She, I just can't believe it. <laughs> uh, the plot of this is that the two girls, the original printer. The original princess. Are they both princes? Yeah. yeah One are. of them's a queen at this point. Um, they are doing a joint Christmas thing and they've borrowed a, this thing from the Vatican and then it's stolen and they're like, we need someone who can be in the mindset of a thief. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> they go, Which once again, like I say, they go to Fiona, but she was never a thief. She just no. kind of... But now she has all these links to like the black market and stuff. Yeah, that was the introduction. It was like, who knows the the dodgy dealing backways? And she just so happens to have had a thing with the man who ended up stealing it. Oh my god, who could have guessed it? I don't even know that man's name. No, I couldn't tell you. Don't know his name. He probably was the best love interest because he was. He seemed oh, to have Peter. some. Peter. Peter had a personality. He did actually. To be fair to him, he did. He did. And I actually <laughs> thought they were they had a good sort of trajectory yeah. that they'd known each other for ages and it was really cute when well, you know, it was a cute Yeah, it was cute when she the first time when she goes to his apartment and she sees like the picture of them yeah, together and yeah, she's yeah. like that was nice, like good for them. Yeah. I mean, he's no Kevin who got more attractive again in this film, <laughs> but he's good. Yeah. They're a good couple. I think they were well matched. Yeah, um, it was it was the couple that made the most sense. It out really of did. All of them. Yeah, and it made he. I think the injection of him mm. and someone that actually kind of thought about the plot. Yeah, if we can call it that, really made a difference to this film because it, mm. they were doing something different. And even I think this was the film where Stacy was the most irrelevant. Because they they taken Stacy as far as they could take Stacy. They did not know what to do with Stacy because they did not know what to Margaret do with and Fiona are having like it makes they do a a switch at yeah. one point and that also, makes sense. But that was why like I didn't understand why they kept being like oh you know Stacy um no not Stacy Margaret and Fiona look so similar. No one was like yeah she also really looks like Stacy as well. No. They were just like yeah Margaret and Fiona were really Stacy's irrelevant. <laughs> Stacey is irrelevant Stacey. to everyone. Um, but I think she's so irrelevant that when Margaret and Fiona are doing their little switcheroo, she feels left out and finds a way like finds a reason to have to also Dress pretend up. to be Fiona. <laughs> and even her husband is like, please don't do this <laughs> and seems like really annoyed <laughs> that it's happening. Yeah. And like it's they it's they're trying to get her out of jail or something the it's, weird nunnery or yeah whatever. it was really low again it, low it's stakes. such an odd like plot point that they it's they're like the b plot and it was yeah. such a bad like side plot that they were doing it was because it was also it could have been a moment where you know she was like having to reconcile with the fact that fiona ordered her goons to kidnap her and it's probably giving yeah. her some trauma but they didn't do that they just no. made it like this jokey like oh, why is she trying to sabotage her? But they didn't explore it. They were just like, yeah, this is something that's happening. And her husband is kind of looking a bit concerned. And then she's... But it's like, yeah, but it's fine if she doesn't want to. Because this girl essentially has got off scot-free with it. I'd be pissed off as well. (laughs) I Yeah, I would be pissed off. But it just... It's only really used as a couple of... (laughs) There's a couple of jokes about it where they're like... 
then the next day he's like hey you kidnapped me and then that's it <laughs> and like there's no other real focus on it no. and then by the end of the film fiona's had a full redemption yeah as has her mum. oh yeah who comes in late and just redeems herself yeah because like this film is stacy no fiona whichever one fiona having like <laughs> She has mummy issues because she went to boarding school and her mum didn't love her. Which is actually very it was sad. Like, this is where Christmas Fiona <laughs> is the best character out of the three <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. Because um, she actually has a backstory yeah. that we get to see in depth. And then her mum just arrived. Like, I don't... At this point, I was tired. Her mum arrives mm. and redeems herself and they're just chilling at the end of the film like, eh, this family. Yeah. Was it but i enjoyed it i didn't like how late they left in the film for peter and um fiona to get together because yeah. it was like i'm so again tired of this i don't care anymore you keep dragging this out like move on also i think i don't know what kind of budget they had for this film but everybody had like a sport they had a fucking tesla at some point there was a porsche there was a helicopter the size of the houses even if they just stood outside them yeah they decorated those houses I in think those the budget lights. was big because clearly people, they knew that people were invested in a third one <laughs> for some reason. Because <laughs> yeah. the thing is, part of the reason that half of people are probably watching it is just for the comedy value. Mm-hmm. Because And it's probably the same with The Christmas Prince. Like Some people are probably watching it because they love that sort of thing yeah, and that's yeah. fine. But a lot of people are watching it because it is quite funny to watch three Vanessa Hudgenses <laughs> and I just couldn't get over the idea of them filming it. I think they obviously had like a bigger budget for this one as well because the first one they very consciously like it's the back of someone's yeah, head. It's very clear. This, this one, one they're all like stood in the room. They're like, all staring at you, like, staring at each other, dancing with each other at one point. So they were clearly like, look at us. I look know. how much money we've spent. And in the, like, it's even better than the first one because in the first one there's bits where it's like Margaret and Stacy are having a conversation and it's so clear that like they're just like trying to react to no one or like <laughs> yeah. someone fake because there's like one bit and Margaret's like, she's like looking shocked and like pulling all these faces and Stacey's just talking about something really normal and it's so <laughs> noticeable whereas this one it was the one I'd really got and maybe it's because I'd watched three in a row <laughs> yeah I, but suddenly I was like yes this is three different characters <laughs> finally I feel that Vanessa split herself into three and I she's three different people I hated the bits where they were trying to pretend to be another Vanessa Hudgens so like yeah. the bits where Margaret's switching as and she's Fiona. like slouching and and she's tr- and i just was like oh this is this is the limits yeah. of vanessa hudgens's yeah. acting career ability like I, but it's no um i think the only thing i've seen i mean quite a few things they've done it well yeah like they get actors to play twins or whatever but um orphan black yeah that is masterful because they were like right characters <laughs> they're mm. gonna have to be different because they're all gonna look the same like that how many years ago did that come out? like yeah I it's not new technology she managed with fiona i really yes. felt often fiona was a different character but because like, she just channeled rita Ora. yeah she clearly was channeling rita Ora. but in the first film they hadn't really differentiated um stacy and margaret that much no, but then true. like they clearly thought it was going to be an issue in the second one because suddenly Margaret's wearing like darker makeup and like <laughs> Stacey's like no makeup whatsoever. <laughs> Margaret's got a full face on all yeah. the time and they've got like different partings, which mm. was never a thing in the past. And then like they had to introduce um Fiona and Fiona is like as blonde as you which mm. is gave to the Rita Ora effect. Absolutely. 
Um, but they were clearly like, we've got to do more with Margaret and Stacey because <laughs> like, they're just the same person. They've both got the same hair colour. Yeah. Vanessa's not doing much facially, <laughs> so we're going to have to just give one of them intense makeup <laughs> that has never really been a thing in the first film. No. But suddenly she's got like burgundy lipstick on. Yeah, all the time. All the time. In a pyjamas, like no yeah, differentiation. Always like dark eye makeup, burgundy lips. <laughs> I just one of my bullet points is just camp for the third one. Third one. This is uh, yeah, camp. I agree. I honestly think if it was the Met Gala, <gasps> two thousand nineteen, and it was camp, and Vanessa Hudgens just like managed to somehow appear, like if she got two Vanessa Hudgens doppelgangers, yeah, and she just came as the three Vanessa Hudgens, that's camp. That's camp. Yeah, that's camp. As much as um straight hallmarky people can do camp, I oh yeah, that's think this, this is, is as camp, camp as hallmarky films get. <laughs> This one, this I agree. Is as far as, uh, but in all fairness to them, they most of them seem to pass the Bechdel test. Yes, which is good for Hallmarky films because usually they you don't. Know. But you do get, and even though it is Vanessa Hutchins just talking to herself most of the time, they do seem to like have nice female friendships that don't yeah. always revolve around the men. In fact, the men become very much secondary. Oh yeah, they're so, just there. Yeah, whereas the rest is just Vanessa Hutchins talking to herself. <laughs> so that's good. Do you think she got paid as like each separate character? If she didn't. What a joke. I know. Because she should have done. <laughs> yes. She was like Surely. a third of the film. I hope she got paid enough. I mean, this feels like I'm very pro Vanessa Hudgens. I'm still not over the no. people are going to die anyway and I won't be. But she should have got paid a lot for these films yeah, because she's so. really carrying them. Yeah. The men aren't doing much. I mean, I love no. Kevin, but... He's not much like he's not that much a part of the plot. No, he's not. At this point, he is literally just there to be attractive to me. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> to me personally, <laughs> that's what they've cast him for. I agree. That's all I have to say on the Princess Switch trilogy. Yeah, I think I think that's all there is to say, to be honest with you. Somewhere in between that, Vanessa also came out with The Night Before Christmas. I think it's twenty nineteen because we were I watching it, it in the house. It, I feel like this one, like, I feel like there was the uh, the Princess Switch, The Night Before Christmas, The Princess Switch 2, The Princess Switch 3. Yeah. And I think at one point there was rumblings that there would be a Night Before Christmas, like, sequel. Oh, no. Not happened. Where is it, Vanessa? Interesting. Where is it? Because I, this one actually seems like it could have a sequel, whereas I literally got to the end of The Princess Switch and thought, I don't know where they can go from here, and I don't <laughs> think they should go anywhere. Yeah. Like, you've vibe. done enough. Like, yeah. you don't need to do it again. Yeah. Vanessa is a woman in STEM, I think. <laughs> from what Question it appears, <laughs> from the like whiteboard behind her when she's teaching, it appears she's some form of maths or science teacher. Yes. Vague. Um, Another annoying child directing the plot in this film, yeah. because that's what apparently... Apparently grown women can't make decisions for themselves. They just have to have a little shitty child. Apparently. Like, oh, you should do this for Christmas. They're the most annoying things ever. So annoying. I was, and also I was tired of it after whatever she was, was called. Was this the it. last one you watched? Yeah. Yeah, same. It's like, oh, <laughs> another one. <laughs> Got like the least notes on this because I was just like, get it over with. And actually this is probably my favourite one. Yes, I agree. Cole as a character who's the male love interest is just a pure himbo. He is. And the and we'll get more into the plot, but the how fast he adapts to the modern day. It's remarkable. It's strange. No one would do this. <laughs> he literally gets hit by a car on his first day. 
but on his second day he's like binge watching netflix <laughs> not even questioning it he's like not yeah love ev- it. everything in like he doesn't even question very much in her house no modern amenities no takes the shower Take, yeah so quickly knows what he's doing and knows <laughs> to wrap a towel around his waist when yes. he gets out um the clothing he knows how to put on himself even though yeah. he's probably never seen like trousers with a zip also he's probably been like dressed his whole life yeah. because he's like a rich lord or something well, he's a knight oh he's a knight before isn't he? christmas but <laughs> um, <laughs> this film starts in england in i think 1333 yes could be wrong uh where cole is on a mission i can't remember what his quest is he's got a, well i don't think he knows he just knows he's got a quest <laughs> oh no oh himbo <laughs> he's a himbo he just has a quest he meets a crone yes who could be a Dawn French lookalike is what I always think. I yeah, I, I can see. I that. feel like they wanted Dawn French. And <laughs> she said no. <laughs> no, uh, she. I don't know. Adds to his confusion about his quest and sends him to America. <laughs> <laughs> Modern day America. For some reason. Doesn't he annoy her or something? I have no idea. I don't know what led because she seemed pretty happy about it. She has the same role in this film. As Santa God does in the Princess Witch. Yeah. She's but just she's kind of there to facilitate things. Yeah, and magic actually makes sense in this yes. film. Whereas the Princess Switch, once again, no need for it. <laughs> no reason. Um he arrives, he just ca- he causes trouble. People <laughs> want pictures with him. And again, it adapts so fast yeah, and it's just like, yeah, yeah cool. Like it just kind of poses a bit. And does I feel like if if I came from that point in the past to modern day and someone held up a camera to me i would panic and think i was about to die <laughs> i i think even if you brought like the joke is if you brought a victorian child into the modern yeah. day they would die from shock yeah if you're bringing someone from the 1300s to the modern yeah, day immediately it's like instantly <sighs> would disintegrate yeah. like oh, not yeah. even like because they're so old but i just think condition wise or they'd be really diseased like yeah. teeth would fall out like all this kinds well, of would he not like catch a disease there's surely a yeah we've got like different immunity levels <laughs> now yeah so surely he would i feel like he would oh like the pollution would get yes, him like something, immediately something, something would happen that he wouldn't be used to and that would be much more of an interest and obviously they're not going to do this but what if watching w- this man die <laughs> not die but just like Panic. have to yeah. actually adapt like in a really like oh my god i feel like there should be more panic. sensory overload like yeah. none of that he's just completely fine getting hit by a car he's yeah. a plane flying really good he's like oh a steel dragon no react differently because <laughs> like the the crone has explained all these she's like yeah you'll see a steel dragon she mentioned something about tv i can't really remember what Probably she Netflix. said but she like kind of explains it all in yeah. other like in a different word so he'll understand it when he sees it however if some it, again if i was in the 1300s and someone said to me steel dragon and i came to modern day and saw an airplane i don't think i would think ah that's the steel dragon because i would be thinking a steel dragon would just be a steel dragon but then nobody knows what dragons look like because they're not real yeah but i feel like everyone has an idea i don't think i'd think it looks like an airplane well it is one of those things isn't it where they're like all across the world before people start talking to each other there's a dragon in most like um stories and folklore and stuff for what reason were there dra- like dinosaurs? Do you think there were still dinosaurs floating about? No, but I reckon like someone at some point had been like dinosaur, or found then, a di- yeah, like found a dinosaur. Yeah, and, and then, then someone like, oh was God. like, "That's a dragon," and it got like. <laughs> Did you know? That Actually, that's a dragon. So, <laughs> um, anyway, we got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, 
adapts really fast, but at the same time, it's just a complete himbo. Yes. Vanessa's character honestly it's could just be Stacy. Stacy, yeah. When I was watching, I was like, oh, Stacy no. and Stem. Stacy. <laughs> Stacy wasn't a baker. Yeah. She has like a massive house with like a yeah. outdoor house as well. She's got like two houses. <laughs> oh, um, rich. For, so- for some reason, because it's her parents and they're dead, I guess. And yeah, her they don't sister really, didn't want the house. They don't really linger on that, do they? No. Uh, her sister has a daughter. She's an annoying child. <laughs> she really wants a dog. And that's, that's it. kind of her personality. <laughs> and she gets a dog on Christmas Day and everyone's like, where did it come from? Because <laughs> so, that's the thing. They go to, like, I was going to say Stacy, whatever this Vanessa's called. Um, and they say... Did you get this dog? And Vanessa's like, no. And they believe her and they're like, we don't know where it came from. I just feel like if one of my siblings said that to me, they'd be like, you definitely did. Because who else has got it? Who else is listening to it? They wouldn't believe me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, well, it definitely was one of you. Yeah. I honestly don't have much to say on this. What do you have to say? I think they they just eked out as long as possible. I like it as a Christmas film. I think it's a very like wholesome the acting's fine. It's just I the think guy it's really who difficult. Cole is, yeah, he's, he's nice. I like him. Yeah, I think he's, he's a, and I think he's funny. Yes, but in a very like kind of sweet and gentle way. Yeah. Like it's not you don't have to. It's one of those like perfect. You don't have to think. About Honestly, too much. I feel like he maybe should have like recast Edward or whatever his name is from the yeah, princess which with Cole. this man because he I think would have done a good job in those yeah. films. No offense to Edward from those films. I feel like it was probably the script's he's fault. But better he was, him, but yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I think they should have really made Edward more of a himbo. Yeah. I would have liked that. But no, I'm I think it's a fine film, has a happy ending. It's nice. It's I'd rather watch that. More interesting to watch than the Princess Switch. I'd rather have three of them than three of the Princess yeah. Switch. Yeah, And unfortunately we and don't I think live in we, that world. We both made the mistake of watching this one last. <laughs> and being like, Oh my god, I've seen enough of this woman's face. I'm very tired of yeah. I'm a little squeaky by the Sorry, Vanessa, but it was too much. It was too much. Your voice so, is really annoying. <laughs> what will Vanessa's next film be on Netflix? I'm hoping Night Before Christmas 2. But I reckon it's going to be something. It's going to be the Princess Switch 4. Princess Switch 4. Here's another one you didn't know it's about. It's going to be like Next Generation. Oh, no. Something like that. And I feel like they will have recast everyone except Vanessa. Vanessa Hutchins is just everyone. That's what I've, I've just got a picture. They've got her in like different oh. grey wigs. And she's also the daughters because they're now in the 20s. And it's literally, there's like six of them. Right. That's the only film I'll accept. Or there's going to be twins. Like one of them's going to have twins. One day she's going <laughs> to do so many of these. One of them's actually going to turn out like quite good. And she'll win an Oscar. <laughs> she'll win an Oscar. That's a prediction, yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, people like, when they people ch- actors challenge themselves, <laughs> she's going to end up playing every character and win an Oscar. And I would support it. That's the only way I feel she can redeem herself. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else. Yeah. That's the way she's going to redeem herself. Yeah. That's that's it. How, what do you guys think about these films? Have you not subjected yourself to, what was it, like four hours, five hours of content? Watch them on 1.5 speed, Which guys. has always been our motto for things. Yeah, it's so much easier. And I don't honestly think if you're watching these with friends it's for a night, fun. it's a good laugh. Yeah. Have some wine. Yeah. Um, watch it. And I think you'll genuinely enjoy it. And I love like shit films. Like, it's oh, my favorite yeah. brand of film. Yeah. So this is no hate if you absolutely love those films. 
just don't watch them all in one go <laughs> please don't because it's tiring it's so difficult to do yeah but i honestly think these films are so fun i think yeah. that i'm glad netflix does this i'm glad there's a home for bad films yes i i worry that netflix is making itself the home for all things bad it's it is heading that way isn't it is it? heading Quality that way control is not they're just um, they're like we'll make well. anything we will make anything <laughs> yeah. um but i would i don't know i kind of like if they were to do another one I kind of want them to like. Could they get Ashley Tisdale involved? Oh, that would be so good. Because that would be good. I would like yeah. that. So, can you do oh, a film with a Christmas film with Vanessa Hudgens and Ashley Tisdale? That's what I'm asking from Netflix. Please. And the guy who plays Ryan. I just feel like he would be good there. And you Corbin Blue. Just, <laughs> just make High School Musical again, <laughs> but Christmas, Christmas edition. I don't care if you can't get Zac Efron. Yeah, he... I'll deal without Zac Efron. He's in enough other things I've seen, and I'm fine, and I'm happy. His career has <laughs> moved on, but the others still need High School Musical. Yeah, and we still need High School Musical. All right, thanks, guys. Well, Merry <laughs> thanks Christmas. for listening. Yeah, hope you enjoy your holidays, your Christmas time, whatever. Enjoy it. Have a great time. Eat lots of food. Yes. Drink lots of drinks, be merry, stay inside, watch some films, <laughs> watch some bad films, watch some good films. Enjoy yourself. Love you. Bye. Bye.